Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hi, everybody. Wendy Sellers here with my friend JC. On today's podcast, we are going to be discussing recruiting tips, successful recruiting tips. Uh, And the main hint here is to get organized. We are going to review quite a few very interesting turnover statistics for these costly new hires, as well as turnover statistics for people who leave on their own, so they quit the organization. We're going to talk a little bit about benefits and marketing of these benefits and the company as a whole, compensation research, which is so vital. Uh, We're going to finish up with talking about interview questions that you need to train your managers not to ask. And then finally, a reminder that getting and giving feedback truly is a two-way street. You know, it's a really good question. I was reading the the news today. You know, obviously, we're in almost into August 2022 uh, when we're recording this. And we have a lot of things going on, specifically in the United States, but globally, um, just regarding like inflation and the cost of everything. Um, and the federal government is uh, going to, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, you know, make some changes to inflation so that they can try to con- control um, how much credit people get. That's really what it comes down to. But the bottom line is when you even have inflation go up a little bit or credit, um, you know, uh, the ability to get loans or credit or whatever be a little more difficult, it does negatively affect businesses who rely on credit and loans and, and things like that. So the reason I'm sharing that is I'm I'm interested to see, and I, I really, really hope that it's going to have a null effect. I'm interested to see if unemployment is going to go back up over the rest of this, uh, this calendar year in 2022 in the United States. And if it does, it, how much and what industries are going to be affected? We're seeing in the news, I'm sure you're seeing and you're reading, um, you know, famous entrepreneurs uh, that are out there and and stopping hiring, uh, mass hiring, and even doing layoffs, mass, mass, mass layoffs. And it's confusing to me and to a lot of other people because we can't find people. And then these giant companies are doing layoffs because they're expecting the economy to uh, have a downturn or a tank. So I'm not an economist, but I'm interested to see what what is going to happen over the next few months. Yeah, uh, 100%. uh, The more recent news there is the uh, Federal Reserve put into place a 0.75% point rate rise in stride. And Fed Chairman uh, Jerome Powell, in his press conference, did leave the door open for a slowdown in tightening. Now, the S&P 500 did close up 2.6% on the news of that uh, rate raise right there. Finishing above 4,000, while the Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 1.4%. So the market is uh, rebounding on the news of the rate raise right there. I concur with you, though. It will be interesting to see what pans out with that in the months to come. Yeah. 
I mean, my gut, um, you know, my, my intuition, I hate when people say my gut feeling cause your gut doesn't have feelings, but <laughs> <laughs> well, except for when Sidebar you're hungry, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was taken care of a little while ago, <laughs> but you know, my, my intuition, uh, is that for at least probably the rest of this year, the people that have been trying to hire, especially small businesses, and it's just one or two positions here or there, they're probably going to still need those those roles. And it's still going to be difficult to hire because if you're like, I got a call today from a, a CPA firm and said, hey, I heard you speak at a conference recently. I, I, I don't I'm at my wit's end. I can't find anybody. So I'm talking to that person tomorrow to get out, get more information. I can't resolve your problem until I get more information. Um, but I know for a fact that that industry is short on um, CPAs. And then uh, if you're in the accounting world, for example, where you're actually doing auditing and things like that, a lot of people are going from uh, publics where you need to be licensed and going into corporations. And so the people, uh, companies that were not your competitor before are now your competitor because they're stealing those employees. Wow. And those employees are saying, oh, I'll go over here to corporate because um, in theory, yeah. it's less stressful than the job that I have been, um, you know, working in and, and work experience. So this also goes back to people want, generally speaking, people want to have a a uh, less stressful life. And therefore they're going to go to careers, even if it's in the same type of career, they're going to go to industries or companies that say, yeah, we're going to give you a little bit less stressful than where you've had before. And then actually follow through with that. <laughs> it's been said, according to a Harvard business review, that mid career employees are the group with the highest spike in resignations. Statistics show there was an increase of up to 20% over the past few years. The age group with that greatest increase in turnover was specifically the 30 to 45-year-old demographic. Rates slightly rose for the 25 to 30 and the 45 to 60 groups as well, and definitely dropped off for the 60 to 70-year-old uh, sections. But specifically honing in on the mid-career employees and that huge spike with resignations up 20% right there, Wendy, what could an employer do? What strategies could they start to instill? What could they hone in on doing to change their path for the future on either trying to retain those employees or attract those who might be looking to move from one organization to another? Does it really come down to very simply explaining the benefits and, and all the perks and compensation package? Do you improve your job description and and your compensation research, where, where do we go? Yeah, thanks for asking that. Let's, uh, let's try to focus a little bit right now on the, on the recruiting piece because, oh my goodness, I'm sure we're going to have a few more podcasts coming up on <laughs> how to retain <laughs> people and engage them. Um, but, you know, I literally had a phone call this afternoon with one of my clients in a different state, and they are a state government. Uh, client. And so they um, were a county government client, I should say. And the, the um, HR person there who is new and taking over some initiatives said, you know, what's the number one thing that I can do right now? Because my hands are tied on a few things like compensation, but you and I, JC right. will address that in a minute. She's like, my hands are tied on a lot of things. What can I do right now 
like in the next couple of weeks to change something for recruiting. And I said, did you look at your website? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, please go find out who has the keys to the website because um, it is awful. Um, I went there at pretending I was an applicant and it took me 10 minutes to figure out where the apply button is. Um, it also, um, so first of all, if you have a job ad, make sure there's a link in the job ad to actually apply. But if you are a, uh, an organization that people will just go to because they know of your name, like, like I said, this one was a county government. People are going to their website, can't even find the apply here link. So then we finally find it and I have her on Zoom doing this. And she's like, oh my goodness, this is awful. I'm like, how did you find it? You're new here. How did you find this? And she said, it was in the in the job link. But then we went to like the thing that says, oh, about our company and our benefits and our, our story. And it was awful, 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 awful. Um, wow. I had to click like seven times, literally to read about 10 paragraphs. I It was on seven different pages. One page had one paragraph and I had to go back and then go to the next thing. And I'm like, Oh Jesus, most people are doing this on their phones. So yeah. we have to make it super intuitive. Um, you need to get your marketing department, your business development or your sales department, whoever has the keys to the website. Even if you just have a, where you click here and they open up an image and it has on the image, a picture of you get three weeks vacation, um, you, you know, we have reviews every quarter. Here are our amazing benefits. Here's our employee resources, our groups. All too often, I also see, including this website that I was looking at earlier today, it said benefits and I clicked there and all it was talking about was the health insurance. Now, I thought it was cool that they had the health insurance where I, as a candidate, can go there and actually see what it's going to cost me because that alone will tell me, yes, I'm gonna apply or no, I'm not, if it's cheaper at the place I'm at now. Um, but not everybody needs health insurance. Their spouse or another family might have it, or they might have health insurance, you know, as a veteran or something like that through another resource. Oh, true, very true. You know, so like so many people focus on, oh, well, we don't have benefits. I'm like, yes, you do. You have sick time, you have vacation, you have PTO, you have four day work weeks, you have, you know, half day Fridays in, or no days in the summer, whatever it might be, work from home. We have to sell our benefits and we have to understand what they are. Um, and then finally, what I want to say about the benefits is uh, you were just mentioning about age groups. Every age group uh, usually wants something different, but even within the same age group, they may want something different. Most um, younger individuals are delaying to much later in life or not at all having family. And so some of those benefits that are targeted towards families may not be appealing to those individuals who A, don't have families, don't want families or are delaying that till later in life. And then let's look at the other side for the individuals who are maybe closer to retirement or no longer, longer have children that are say, um, maybe gonna be on their benefits plans. Like what else do you have for them? So it's, it's really becoming putting, taking off that HR hat and putting on that marketing hat. You know, and do you have something to uh, reimburse for education? You have mm -hmm. something that could help someone uh, more easily take care of some of those student loan debts that they might currently be in the midst of accruing or have already accrued. Uh, not necessarily a national debt forgiveness on that, so to speak, on the shoulders of you, the employer. But 
Do right. you have something in place like that? You know, just a few years back, it was as simple as uh, let's put in a nap pod and a Keurig. But nowadays, it's one in four, <laughs> one in four employees quit the jobs because they have a deep desire to work from home. And there's a misalignment to a degree between an employee's desire, let it be for the hybrid work desire or true remote otherwise, and what the leader visions or what they've thought or have been led to believe over the years. A November 2021 Gartner survey of more than 3,500 employees revealed less than half, less than half, believe remote working is, uh, is, is a good thing, a bad thing. What are we talking about there, Wendy? Let's take a pause here and please come back to session three of this podcast series to continue to discuss remote working, what companies feel on it, and how we could connect this to retaining and attracting new employees. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.